internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. Skypilotradio.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer at Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give my opinion on Trump disavowing the send her back chant. And perhaps we'll open the phone lines to get your take on that. We've got some tensions building with Iran again. We'll give an update on that. Epstein news, all kinds of news. But first, we take an old video of Candace Owens, which was extremely powerful. It was about a year ago. She went and visited a ICE detention center did a powerful report on it, and we just remixed it with the latest news reports of them complaining about them being called concentration camps. Here is that um, merging of reports. The United States is running concentration camps on our southern border, and that is exactly what they are. Two pairs of bunk beds in each bedroom and the living room. They are concentration camps. HHS provides the teens with six hours daily classroom instruction, access to arts and crafts, three meals a day and snacks, access to call centers to reconnect with family, then legal services. And as the contractor running the holding facility describes, most importantly, they provide playtime. Is it school's sports day? Summer camp? With freshly made beds? eat-all-you-can buffet, and the inevitable video games. The fact that concentration camps are now an institutionalized practice in the home of the free is extraordinarily disturbing. Let me tell you what I just saw when I walked in there, okay? And I, by the way, I'm with an entire film crew. So I'm about to blow up this narrative in a way that the left is not expecting because they are filthy, disgusting liars. And I'm sorry that I am so angry right now, but what I just saw was astonishing, okay? This place is nicer than where I went to the public school system. I went to Stanford, Connecticut Public Schools. This place is like an elementary school. There are colors on the wall everywhere. There's a nursing station that is so clean and so nice where they dine. They're sitting down laughing, eating food. They have people that, are, that go to the counter that can participate if they want. They can help cook if they want. There are also some infants who are housed here with their mothers. Some of those babies were even born here. We will have a crib for the baby and the mommy. And if two girls, you know, two teen girls came, then they will be able to share a room. But when a mommy and me comes, we just give them a room for just the two of them. Let me tell you what what activities they have here. I walked in on the women that were in their arts and crafts session. They had just concluded their f***ing Zumba class, okay? In the same room that they do their Zumba, they also have to do their arts and crafts, okay? That's just for the woman's side. All these immigrants say they came because free American services and assistance are being advertised in their home countries. They're all welcome. There is a sand volleyball court. There is a sand volleyball court, which they are all welcome to play anytime that they want to in, in, this, in the center of the section. There are 10 spacious houses on the complex. They have a library here well-appointed classrooms, a soccer field, and a gym. A foosball table, 
uh, there, there are pool tables. There's a soccer field, okay? Because in case they want to play soccer when they're outside, there should be a soccer field that is adjacent to the, the sand volleyball court where they can play. One of its primary roles is to house unaccompanied immigrant minors. Today, it's also sheltering children separated from their parents at the border because of President Trump's zero-tolerance policy. The immigrant children are housed and schooled here. So, Emma, tell me a little bit about the conditions that are inside the facility. Sure. Well, as you said, this is a converted Walmart. So you walk through the sliding sort of whispery Walmart doors and uh, inside the old McDonald's is a cafeteria. The loading docks have been turning to a movie theater where kids were watching Moana yesterday. Our goal with every immigrant child who comes here is to reunite them with family in America. I'm not saying that people that come here should not be treated well. That's not the argument here, okay? But these people are treated great. They are treated fantastically. Everything that I just saw there was somewhere, I thought I was touring a place to send my child to elementary school. And by the way, I would have sent my child to this elementary school. Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Thursday, July 18th, 2019. This is the InfoWars.com War Room. Brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. I'm your host, Owen Schroyer. We've got Will Johnson in studio coming up in the second hour. And Elijah Schaefer will be joining me in the third hour. And what I think I want to do in the first hour is maybe open up the phone lines and see what the audience thinks about President Trump disavowing the send her back comments. It has uh, gotten a lot of attention here today. And I was talking to a couple people, uh, just a couple crew members here before the show and discussing how we felt about it. Now, while I'm not that bothered by it, uh, I do, I didn't like it and I think it showed sign of weakness. You can't give these people an inch. Uh, They take everything. But, we were kind of looking at some things that could be coming down the pipe because this can so easily be twisted again onto the Democrats where he says, okay, I disavowed what my crowd chanted. Now, are you going to disavow the violence? Which, of course, they didn't do and refused to do. And now there's actually a truck that has three LED screens, and it's like a box truck. If you guys pull up Jack Posobiec's Twitter, he had a live stream on it. It's a box truck. I think it's NoHate.com sponsored it, and it shows the clips of Ilhan Omar and AOC and Presley refusing to denounce the Antifa terror. But I kind of want to get the audience's response to this because I kind of wish Trump would have been like, I wish he would have tripled down 
in the moment and either said, yeah, we disavow. Why don't they disavow? Or said, hey, you know, she's still here. Yes, they chanted, but she's still here. She's still here. I don't know what the problem is. She's still here. She married her brother, but she's still here, which is which is pretty much admitted now. Her campaign spokesman admitted she married her brother. Huh. So remember that fake news? Oh, fake news. Oh, fake news. Now this put out a thing. Totally debunked narrative. Totally debunked narrative that Ilhan Omar married her brother. It's admitted now. And by the way, her brother, it looks like the whole story is her brother's gay. It's just, it's it's fraud is what it is. It's illegal. And it's now admitted by her spokesperson. So it's funny how that works. But I kind of want to, I kind of want to know what the audience thinks. Do you like Trump disavowing the sender back chant? Do you think it shows weakness? Do you think he's doing this for another move? Uh, a couple moves down the road. There is other stuff going on. Obviously, the Epstein, the latest in the Epstein saga. As we predicted, the judge has denied bail. And the only reason why this is happening is because of the new media. And, you know, I was explaining this yesterday to a couple people how... All of this Epstein news is old news. It's not new stuff. The only real new developments are unsealed court documents, more unsealed coming, and more women coming forward. But the story and all the actions and everything that's being alleged is stuff that has already been known and and already even been brought to judges and, and in court. So what's the difference? Why is it happening now? Well, the old guard legacy media didn't make a national story out of it. Nobody knows about Jeffrey Epstein until today. Uh, not literally, but generally speaking. Why is that? Because of the new media. And you didn't have anyone in the old legacy media pressing for unsealing court documents like you have Mike Cernovich. You didn't have anybody in the old guard legacy media following a story every day on Jeffrey Epstein like you had the Miami Herald. And then you have to understand it's social media that makes these things go viral, makes these things hit the mainstream. And then, again, just like we told you, okay, the Epstein the Epstein story is back. We're making big news of it on social media. The new media is reporting on it. And then what happens? Now, all of a sudden... Fox News has to report on it, ABC, CNN, everybody has to report on it. That's how it almost usually goes with stories like this. Oh, Ilhan Omar, fake news, brother. And then it's like, well, let's let's wait and see on that. Okay, now we've got the documents. Okay, now we've got a spokesperson admitting it. Hmm. But the excuse is, on the marriage front, She's culturally married to her brother. Culturally. Whatever the hell that means. But you've got Iran seizing an oil tanker. U.S. sending troops to Saudi Arabia. Other troops mobilizing. That's going on. The popular face app that was viral for the last 48 hours Everyone's freaking out about it now because it had a Russian parent company 
and all the 150 million users faces that company now owns the right to their facial recognition technology this is old news this has already been going on with facebook this has already been going on with snapchat that whole thing you do with snapchat when you get your you know animal filter or whatever so you look like a puppy yeah they got your face recognition bingo facebook with hundreds of photos of you gets the data on your face facial recognition And, of course, now, you know, they've got goggles that can do facial recognition. They're about to do, they're bringing those to the Army. They're about to do Neuralink, where you plug in your brain to a computer, essentially. It'll be rudimentary at first. It'll be seamless in the near future. And then you can just project through your eyeball and you'll have facial recognition or you'll have uh, some form of glasses. And so then the whole world is basically digital social media. Oh, isn't that just wonderful? Really looking forward to that. And then, of course, you've got news as usual. Just sur- surrounding Trump. They can't lay off at this guy. Trump was meeting with Amazon today in the White House as Amazon and Microsoft are battling for a $10 billion Pentagon cloud contract. There's new stories coming out. Well, old stories just re-brought into the front. Trump hush money schemes. um, Trump having meetings about Stormy Daniels. And, you know, you listen to some of the stuff, and some of it's just like, okay, that, there's nothing there. Other stuff, you're like, well, okay, maybe there is something there. Let's say President Trump, let's say President Trump had some hush money paid out to women, which documents show, and they want to make a big deal of it. The problem is they can't do anything anymore to Trump because Trump supporters have already been through everything with him at this point rehashing the same old news is not going to change that. So it doesn't even matter what they try to do with this. It's just going to flop again. But a scary Rasmussen poll was out today. Is Trump a racist? 32% of Democrats say any white criticism of politicians of color is racist. Wow. That is a dangerous mindset, ladies and gentlemen. Rasmussen poll, 32% of Democrats say any white criticism of politicians of color is racist. Wow. Wow. It's like we said, oh, a woman of color is crying on Congress. Therefore, you don't get to have America. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. Viewers and listeners, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And we're under unprecedented evil attacks, as you've seen. But I wanted to take just a minute out here from the bottom of my heart to tell you how much it means to me 
that when you saw all those lies against us last week, the worst things you can say about people, that you knew they were liars. You went and looked it up and found out the truth. And so I feel very strong, and I feel God's hand on my shoulder, and I feel your love in my heart. And I want you to know that love is right back at you. And I want to thank you for all you've done with your word of mouth and your prayers and your financial support because I'm committed to fight to the end, but I want to win. And without you, I'm going to be destroyed, and it's not going to be fun. But that's not what's important. The enemy could win. We're a key chess piece in this fight. We're being used by God. You're being used by God. This is providence. So I salute you and I thank you for all you've done from the bottom of my heart. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. Our powerful line of fluoride-free products is the perfect gift for yourself or others who are exploring a healthier, happier lifestyle. With options ranging from toothpaste to oral spray, it's easy to find the perfect option for you. Super Blue Toothpaste is the fan-favorite, fluoride-free toothpaste that every InfoWarrior loves. Powered by iodine and nano-silver, it's designed to deliver a powerful clean while supporting good oral health and fresh breath. Available in two refreshing flavors. Enjoy a minty fresh flavor made with peppermint oil or try our bubblegum flavor. Super Blue Immune Gargle is the only option for on-the-go immune system support like no other. With the scientifically proven patented ingredient Silver Soul in three different sizes, you can take it wherever you go. Support good oral health with our one-of-a-kind Super Blue products. Don't miss out on revolutionizing your morning routine. Head to InfoWarsStore.com and get our line of Super Blue products today. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, welcome back to the Infowars.com War Room. We've got the 1776 specials happening at Infowars.com right now. So um, I've basically I've basically got to tell you that you can get all T-shirts for 1776 right now at Infowarsstore.com. This was supposed to end, but it's still going on. Don't you just love when that happens? Don't you just love when a special that gives you 75% off some product store-wide, don't you just love it when that special goes on longer than it's supposed to? I really do. And I hope that you take advantage of it by going to InfoWarsStore.com and supporting us. Because, you know, I didn't even play the clip, and it's just it just goes to show you how... We don't even have enough enough time to get to all the news where they're literally saying in Congress, InfoWars needs to be unsearchable. And they want to remove anything InfoWars off the Internet. So that's what we deal with. But it angers him so much. Here's what angers him. They wouldn't even be as mad if we were still here, but like really contracting and really suffering and really taking defeats. But we're not. The David Knight show has been on air for over, I think, two years now. This show has been on air for over two years now. So, I mean, 
Alex Jones been on air for t- over 20 years. They That bothers them, and they can't figure it out because they thought they could destroy us by lying about us and trying to set us up with fake news, but the audience continued to support us at InfoWorldStore.com. And we've got the specials going, so take advantage of the 1776 Worldwide Sale happening right now at InfoWorldStore.com. All right, I'm going to open up the phone lines to get your take on the president disavowing the chant. But let's go to some highlights from last night's rally. Uh, First, let's go to clip four, talking about how the media and Democrats are obstructing the America First agenda. Yeah, just another just another packed arena in North Carolina. Tens of thousands of people. And the reason we have to not only to do new things, which we will. And, you know, statutorily, and we had all sorts of artificial witch hunts over our head. Can you imagine if we didn't have to go through that hoax? I don't know that we would have done any better. To be honest with you, I think we've done more in two and a half years than any president ever. First two and a half years. But could you imagine what it could have been if we didn't have the witch hunt? You said it. You said it. I won't say it because it's a herald, it's a terrible word. So I will not say that this guy said if we didn't have the bull. That's right. No, no, could you imagine if we didn't have the time wasted, the time and everything? Can you imagine? And you know, a friend of mine said, maybe you wouldn't have done as well. Is that possible? That could happen. Maybe we would have had too much time in our hands. Who knows? But no, but you got to say it's quite incredible with all the fake news and the lies about Trump and everything that he's been able to be so accomplished and so popular. But I guess that shows the disdain people have for the media and Democrats right now. But uh, a viral tweet that really sums it up, at least on one on one issue with Biden versus Trump from Tyler Worley at Ty Worley, too. I'm not sure who this gentleman is, but this tweet went viral. I had to read it on air. Donald Trump has been in politics for three years and he will be running off what he has accomplished. Joe Biden has been in politics for more than 40 years and he will be running off what he wants to accomplish. This is the difference between a businessman and a career politician. And you could apply this to Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren and others, too. But the point is, Trump's been in for two years, has accomplishments to run on. All these other Democrats have been in for decades and run on what they want to do yet. But now, here is the moment that's gone so viral, that's uh, gotten all the attention, and now a, a Trump to disavow it. The chant last night, send her back. We've got all the enthusiasm. They're fighting each other. They've gone so far left, nobody wants to even think about it. So Representative Omar blamed the United States for the terrorist attacks on our country, saying that terrorism is a reaction to our involvement in other people's affairs. She smeared U.S. service members involved in Black Hawk Down. In other words, she slandered the brave Americans who were trying to keep peace in Somalia. 
Omar minimized the September 11th attacks on our homeland, saying some people did something. I don't think so. Some people did something. Yeah, some people did something. All right. She pleaded for compassion for ISIS recruits attempting to join the terrorist organization. She was looking for compassion. Omar laughed that Americans speak of Al-Qaeda in a menacing tone and remarked that you don't say America with this intensity. You say Al-Qaeda makes you proud. Al-Qaeda makes you proud. You don't speak that way about America. And at a press conference just this week, when asked whether she supported Al-Qaeda, that's our enemy. That's our enemy. They are a very serious problem that we take care of, but they always seem to come along somewhere. She refused to answer. She didn't want to give an answer to that question. Omar blamed the United States for the crisis in Venezuela. I mean, think of that one. And she looks down with contempt on the hardworking Americans, saying that ignorance is pervasive in many parts of this country. And obviously, and importantly, Omar has a history of launching vicious anti-Semitic screeds. And she talked about the evil Israel, and it's all about the Benjamins. So there you go. Not a good thing You're to You're not say. allowed to chant, send her back now, even though she bitches and complains about this country that she came to as a refugee and got everything handed her and now is a famous congresswoman. But Trump disavowed it. I want to open up the phone lines to see what you think about that. But you know what's funny? It was actually, if you go back and listen, it was two women that started the chant. So this whole thing that they'll say, oh, it's so misogynistic for Trump to start a chant. He didn't start it. He didn't really even promote it. And it was started by women at the event. Last night, I'm on Infowars.com and I read Chris Pratt criticized for T-shirt choice. It is literally the shirt that I envisioned. A Betsy Ross, but also another just classic American flag, all 50 stars, with the Gadsden snake superimposed over it. And on the back, America's back, Infowars.com. But what's better than just an American flag? How about a don't tread on me under the flag? Saying don't tread on the American flag. It's a perfect combo. So great minds think alike. I mean, whoever designed that shirt, we'd already come up with the exact same similar design. It is the the Don't Tread on Me American flag t-shirt inspired by the triggering of leftist of the shirt worn by Chris Pratt. But it's a you know battle tattered flag like the one that flew over Fort Sumner. And again, on the back, it says America's back, Infowars.com. 4,000 of these babies. And that's it. So we've got the Betsy Ross version and the American flag version at Infowarsstore.com being printed in the USA right now. Infowarsstore.com. We'll be right back. The most banned broadcast in the world. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show.
Making talk radio great again. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, we're going to open up the phone lines. Will Johnson is going to be joining me in studio too, so we'll continue to take calls with him. And he did a man on the street today. And um, what would you say? A little uh, social justice warrior uh, mingling with Will Johnson? Would you say that, Sam? Would that be an accurate description of what happened? He's hesitating right now. He's hesitating. Are you even listening to me? (laughs) I'm not even allowed to talk to my crew. I am so sorry. Wow. So maybe I'll open up the phone lines. Maybe they'll answer them. I don't even know. I don't even know. It's a mystery now. It's a mystery. The phone lines are already lighting up. 888-201-2244. What do you think about Trump disavowing the send her back chant? What do you make of Trump disavowing the send her back chant? 888-201-2244. I'll give my quick take on it. We'll start to aggregate your calls. I This is not a big deal to me. This is really minute, I think, overall. But it is a big deal because it is a cultural phenomenon right now. And for Trump to disavow this is kind of turning his back on his base, throwing his base under the bus to me. And it just looks weak that he would take a knee to the Democrat wine bags. And that's kind of what it feels like. It's kind of me like, oh, this is him throwing his base under the bus. Tens of thousands of people that showed up to his rally who all, I mean, millions of people who would say send her back. And I guarantee you, I mean, we'll we'll see what the callers, I bet my audience uh, is happy with the send her back chant and is unhappy that Trump disavowed it. And here's the thing that I've noticed. The only people that are cheering President Trump disavowing it, and maybe this is a measurement that Trump had, the only people that are cheering it are people that don't even really support Trump. And I don't even know if they would ever vote Trump anyway, but maybe that's him reaching across the aisle to try to get new voters. But here's what I think it is. I think they successfully bullied President Trump into this. And it started this morning. Story from The Hill. Democrats call for increased security after send her back chance. Lawmakers on Thursday expressed alarm over the threats towards freshman Rep. Ilhan Omar. But what threats? See, this is what I'm saying. Oh, you mean threats because they say, oh, she's receiving threats on social media and this and that. Well, wait a second. Trump gets those every day. Reporters that support Trump get those every day. If you're just a Trump supporter, you get that. Oh, but see, if Ilhan Omar gets it, oh, it's a it, it's a problem, even though they literally call for domestic terror. And so what happens? The Democrats make a big scene. Oh, look at poor Ilhan. She's like a five foot two, you know, Muslim with her hijab. Oh, poor little. And it's like even during the little speech, you can see like she does her little speech and then AOC hugs her like, oh, you're so powerful. Oh, so inspiring. And Tlaib like bows her head. Oh, yeah. Oh, just so powerful. (laughs) Because it's all about conquering you. 
Here's a tiny little pathetic cockroach, not even a real woman, doesn't even have the courage enough to take off her hijab, even though she lives in the West. I don't understand that, but hey, fine, that's your choice. But it's all about putting a tiny, powerless woman up there who represents a group of people that were uh, supposedly at war with, radical Islam, but I guess she's not radical. She just wants to shut down ICE and Border Patrol and is okay with terror attacks happening in the, in the United States and says, hey, take it easy on those ISIS terrorists. But I guess she's not a radical Muslim, though. Oh. But you see, then the stories come out. The Democrats make a big fuss. You see what you did, big bad Trump? Now the little, the little Muslim girl in the hijab, the little Muslim girl is now being threatened. Oh, well, I disavow. She won't disavow terror. She won't disavow Al-Qaeda. But, oh, you have to disavow because your chant, your crowd chanted, send her back. Oh. It's just weak to me. Now, again, overall in the big picture of things, this is probably minute. But in the culture war and in the fighting the political correctness war that Trump launched when he announced his campaign for president in 2015. It's a loss, in my opinion. But let's go to the audience that's called in. And let's start with, let's start with Grant calling in from Iowa. Go ahead, Grant. Hey, Owen, thanks for taking the call. Uh, I basically agree with you that it's a little bit weak for him to be disavowing something that a lot of people are upset with the way she runs her mouth. But it's not even so much about her. And Bracken pointed this out earlier with Alex. You know, it's you look at London and you look at what the globalists are trying to do by flooding the West with the third world. And it's about that type of ideology not spreading here, I think, as the bigger picture. And, you know, the way she arrogantly goes around and, you know, it says, I don't understand why my professor is so tense when he says Al-Qaeda. It's like, well, like you've made the point hundreds of times. We were told that they're responsible for 9-11. We're supposed to fear an enemy that wants to kill us and conquer us. And, like, if you're defending her and the way she thinks, it's like, look into the caliphate. Look at what they want. They want to take Well, and this the is the other thing about that, too. Right. Since you, Well, since you brought that up, it's kind of off topic. Again, I'm not claiming I believe the official story of 9-11. In fact, I don't. I'm not claiming I know what happened. But we were told by our government that it was radical Islam. We've been at war with radical Islam. They want to destroy our way of life, destroy the West. They hate Americans. And an element of that is true. Whether or not they're responsible for 9-11 or not, I think is debatable. But she won't even go as far as to say what she really thinks about 9-11. Like, if Ilhan Omar came out and said, oh, 9-11 was done by these people, or I want to investigate 9-11, or I'm going to investigate these, but she doesn't even do any of that. So it's like, because she just kind of lobs it out there, like, oh, 9-11 is, you know, some people did something. I mean, it just really just shows it, 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 she's trying to instigate. She wants to get a response. Exactly. She's a professional gaslighter. It's what she does. She's put there to make us all upset and, you know, react to her, which which is why on some level, I wish we wouldn't. She is beating you up and then you finally punch back and they fall down and scream and call the police. 
I mean, that's kind of how the whole thing operates. You know? Yeah, but like I'll tell you this. I was thinking about this. Let me, let me throw this one out there for something to chew on because we know how politics work. I mean, just look at Jeffrey Epstein. What if, and I forget who did the story, it was a giant thread. It was a huge thread. I forget the name of the guy that did it, but it's all these stories about Ilhan Omar, and it, one of them broke a while ago, but it's continued to come out. Basically, the government in Minnesota and the media in Minnesota was covering up all this stuff about Omar. They all knew all of it. And so you're reading this, and you're seeing the cover-up, and you see her get into power, and you see what she's doing, and I just have to just open my mind like a funnel and just take all the information out and see what comes, see see what I can come through. What if she's blackmailed? I mean, she legitimately illegally married her brother. I mean, her spokesman admitted that she lied on uh, uh, IRS uh, filings. So, I mean, she is a criminal potentially here. That's powerful blackmail. What if somebody blackmailed her into running? I mean, I know that that's like you know out there tinfoil hat conspiracy. I'm just trying to put things together here because the the way this woman came into power is really unbelievable. But Grant, you, you agree, uh, weak to disavow. Yeah, definitely weak, but uh, at the same time, a lot of people are upset with the way she runs her mouth. So, you know, he didn't start the chant. His supporters started the chant. So a lot of people are just tired of the gaslighting and the content. But it's a chant. It's like at a bowl game. If I'm wearing the other team's hat and they're like, no, that team sucks. It's like, okay, yeah. Like, uh, it's just it's just so immature. It's like we're going, it's beyond political correctness. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. So the InfoWars model is a self-fulfilling, self-supporting structure that is promoting free press and free speech by people getting together and supporting one another and sustaining one another. It is the only independent press of this size and scale, of this public reach. It is the one model that says, here's a way to have a self-supporting, self-sustaining, self-structured, little d-democratic structure that because the audience determines what content goes up, the audience determines what audience is ultimately reached by their choices in supporting InfoWars. And it's all because the audience spends their whatever it is, whether it's $5 or $50 a month on products that they like and that they want that actually compete with the corporate-driven model. And the ability to do that and at the same time support press, support speech, support letting the audience choose what news they want to see and what views they want to hold. And it's the ultimate American democratic expression and experiment. And it is the celebration of free press and free speech with free markets. There's going to be a social media summit here in D.C. tomorrow. Uh, of course, InfoWars, ground zero for the censorship. Alex Jones, patient zero for the censorship. Doesn't even get an invite, but that's fine. We'll play the Dark Knight. We hope that there's other people there that will bring us up, bring Alex Jones up, bring some of the other band names like Gavin McGinnis and Milo Yiannopoulos and Laura Loomer up as well, and they won't be bullied by some of the conservatives that like to censor those voices as well at the summit. But we'll see. I have a feeling this is just going to be throwing a dog a bone, patting him on the head, and telling him to move on with his day. But hopefully, maybe this spurs some action from Congress, from the President, from the White House, to do something about the big tech censorship before the 2020 elections, when it's going to be so key. It was InfoWars' presence on social media that helped get Trump into the White House. That's why we are targeted. So let's see what happens at the Social Media Summit 2019. For InfoWars.com, this is Owen Schroyer. Infowars.com forward slash show.
right, we've got a sighting of the most banned man in the internet. There he is right there. There he is right there. You can see him. He's trying not to move right now so that the cameras won't pick him up. But you see him right there. We'll call him out. In fact, in fact, President Trump disavows center back. We disavow Alex Jones. Yeah, that's where the uh, the Russians took a little bit of his scalp. They had to get some Jones DNA. That's part of the program when you're a Russian agent. They got to get your DNA. They give you a little bit of scalping. And uh, then they got you on record. Hey, uh, Jones. Hey, hey, Jones. Where are my ruples, Jones? Well, no, no. I mean, Elon Musk says they're going to put in brain chipping centers at local malls. For all the- oh, is that what that is? You they see, scalped you for your brain chip? Chip put in right there. So they scalped you for your brain chip. That's right. Hey, seriously, I think Trump made a mistake um, when his crowd's chanting ship her back uh, because, you know, she's saying we're putting people in concentration camps. She clearly came here illegally, married her brother. We're not going to literally ship her back. But she's saying we're putting people in concentration camps, making kids drink out of toilets and all this crap. And, and, and people are allowed to vent and say stuff. I'm just sick of the cowering. And I know Scaramucci and all these other Trump people got upset, and a bunch of his staff reportedly were threatening to quit over it. So Trump backed down on it. It's because the political establishment's scared. This is what we need as people. She says we're putting people in concentration camps. Well, then we should be able to say, F you, leave the country. And that's we're been a ship her ass out of here. That's been a cultural thing for decades. I mean, people have been putting de- uh, bumper stickers on their car, love it or leave it. That, I mean, that's been a thing for decades. Now all of a sudden, that's oh, so because you said it to Ilhan Omar, you're bad. Fight inside of me, whatever. I'm going to shoot a video and I'm watching the show and a lot of crazy stuff going on. But it's, it's just, I didn't really cover any of this. Thing. I was covering the brain chips and I was covering how they have congressional testimony, how Google's already stealing the election. So it's just, it's just a bad situation, man. I tell you, it's a crazy time. Yeah. Then they're saying InfoWars needs to be unsearchable on the internet. It's like, how do you decide what the biggest That's news from is? That's Senator Blumenthal, who I was reading all these quotes from him. It was even the New York Times were like, I was spit on. I was in heavy combat. Never in combat, never in Vietnam. He's like worse than Brian Williams. That'll give him a show on MSNBC. Yeah, but that's what we deal with on the left. But, oh, disavow, send her back. Disavow that. How bad. No, it's like at a rock concert when, you know, people are chanting something. You know, you're in, you're in the moment. You're in the spirit. You're, you're on the team. Yeah, just like lock her up. Exactly. But they cried about that, too. Hillary still belongs in jail. But see, that's the thing. The Republican establishment is spineless. Spineless. And they're, they're afraid of the media. And maybe that tells you, hey, you know, who knows? Look, about who knows how many names are going to come out in this next unsealing of the Epstein files. Maybe there's some Republicans on there. I mean, hey. That's how this stuff goes. All right. We're taking your calls on this issue. Do you agree with me and Alex and the call uh, caller in the last segment that it was weak for Trump to disavow. Looks like that's what everybody on the board here says, but we've got a caller that was at the rally last night. Todd calling in from North Carolina was at the rally. Uh, Todd, what do you think about the president disavowing the send her back chance? Did you chant with the crowd? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we were all in unison um, at the rally last night. Um, you know, this this part of North Carolina is is unique. Um, we've got 
Fort Bragg. Uh, we have Camp Lejeune. We have Cherry Point. Um, we have men and women that work the soil and farm. I mean, people have hundreds of acres of farmland that they take care of. These are, you know, self-governing, salt-of-the-earth people. And, you know, that's and, kind of North Carolina's history with Tobacco Road and everything. Oh, yeah. And now, now, well, as I sat in line for 10 hours yesterday in, you know, 100-degree weather, 100% humidity, um, I bonded with people, you know, uh, who I grew up with and, you know, who I've known all my life. Um, just, in, you know, <laughs> it kind of it makes me emotional because of – <clears throat> just the, just the pride that um these folks have from <clears throat> this part of the country and one one thing i wanted to ask you about um was uh, here i was i had my infowars hat on um you know i miss a, a, a crowd of uh maga hats and um you know p- folks know who uh, Alex Jones is. Folks know about InfoWars. And when, when you have an establishment uh, senator show up like Tom Tillis, um, the crowd booed. Okay? Yeah. Pe- people, they, they're awake. Um, so yeah, I forget Trump- who it was. I think someone got booed at the last Trump rally, too, that Trump had come up. There was some other instance where a Republican got booed. Yeah, but um, uh, Brad Parscale I've got a question about him. Um, so towards, uh, it was probably about 30 minutes before the end of the rally and everything, I yelled out <laughs> as loud as I could, um, stop Google. And I kid you not, he locked eyes with me for about 30 seconds. What What is this guy's stance on media censorship and, and tech censorship? Is he on our side? Well, I mean, the public stance he takes, obviously, as Trump's now campaign manager for 2020. I believe that's the position he has. I could, I forget what it was, but I believe that's his position now from the social media guru or whatever they called him. His public stance is, uh, you know, he's doing something. He wants to do something about the censorship of conservatives. He calls it out. Uh, he gave me an interview with him where I brought up Alex Jones and Infowars. This was at a rally in Houston before the midterms. It was that historical rally, and he didn't even he at least in the interview he claimed he'd never even heard of Alex Jones and Infowars, which of course I was stunned at. Here you are, Trump's social media guru, and you don't know who Alex Jones and Infowars are, and you're claiming to fight censorship, but you don't know about Patient Zero and Ground Zero. Hmm, how effective really are you? How informed really are you if you don't even know that? So it's tough for me to get a grip on it because again. And I, some people I was talking to today, I know Josh Halley is still working on this, but we just had the social media summit and what action has happened since that, that you know of. So there seems to be a lot of talking and not much action. I don't know what their options are right now, but um, I don't know. Parscale says a lot of good things, but I don't know how, I don't know if he really has his finger on the pulse of the censorship issue. Well, I, w- I would have loved if the look that he gave me was like a thumbs up look, <laughs> but it was not. <laughs> he looked concerned that I shouted out, stop Google. Hmm. And 
he was like he was sitting next to Eric Trump and Eric Trump's wife and a couple of other folks, and he is the only one whose head swiveled and looked right at me. And you know, that that's the thing is I I feel like we're getting lip service, um, but when it comes down to it, when when the critical moments happen, um, I, I'm really concerned about people like Brad Parscale. And, you know, I, I felt like with the crowd and with the energy there yesterday, I was like, there's no way if the vote happens unhindered that, that Trump would lose 2020. There's no way. Oh, it's but, ridiculous. Nobody can even. And that's the thing, too. They Polls, polls, polls. The real poll is crowd size, crowd energy at rallies, period. That's why they've been doing them forever. And, and the media tries to act like they can overpower that reality. It's not going to work. Thanks for the call, Todd. Let's squeeze one more in from Tyler in Minnesota. Go ahead, Tyler. Yeah, can you hear me? Loud and clear. Yeah, I was just saying, uh, obviously, I disavowed Trump and everything, but uh, I hope it comes as a wake-up call to his base on how he's completely failed on immigration. And, you know, Omar's here legally, hypothetically. I mean, she might have married her brother, but Trump's been out there pushing more legal immigration this last month and a half and you know we're just going to get more ihan omars the more legal immigration we have uh, i mean that's just one avenue where trump again is going against what his base wants so you're not even really commenting i, I didn't really catch your take on the uh on him disavowing to send her back you're just more upset. well i mean that's weak I mean, obviously that's weak but as a larger picture he's been out there pushing more h1b visas more legal immigration, which is how we got to this point to begin with. Well, I don't know if I totally agree with that. I think that the combination of illegal immigration is really what's causing the issue. I mean, legal immigration is one thing, but as far as the illegal immigration issue is concerned, yeah, it's gotten worse under Trump. Now, you can say that's his fault. You can say it's not his fault, but... I just call it as it is, folks. The illegal immigration issue has gotten worse under Trump. That's just a fact. Let's talk to Marcus in New York. Marcus, you're on the air. Thanks for holding. Hey, Alex. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, your show is a breath of fresh air. I talk to a lot of people here out in New York City, and one thing I can tell you is that almost nobody agrees with these wars. I think that the neocons are trying desperately to get Trump to go to a war because they know that that's the only way that they could defeat him in the eyes of the public, the approaching 2020. That's it. I mean, if Trump buys into this, it'll be the end of his presidency. It's the only way I think he can be defeated other than them assassinating him. It's a time to be praying, my friend. I agree entirely, and the last thing I just want to say, Alex, is I know they're trying to shut you down, but the reinforcements have arrived, man. I would love to see you on air until you're 80 years old. I would love to see what you're talking about when you're 80. But if they do shut you down, no, you've gone into this war. You've won a lot of battles, and there are a lot of people like myself and many others who are going to continue. We're going to keep fighting in the info war, and even if something does happen to you or your show, know for a fact that you've gotten a lot of people fired up for liberty. Thank you, sir, for calling. The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer at Infowars.com forward slash show.
Mm. Sometimes you have to step away from the politics and just look at society and just say, wow, so this is where we're at. All right, we're taking your calls before we're joined by Will Johnson, who had a, we'll just say a, a, a little tango with some social justice warriors earlier today. We'll have that report, get his take on that, continue to take calls on your opinion on Trump disavowing. But uh, let's go back out to the phone lines before Will Johnson joins us. Uh, Brant in Alabama. Brant in Alabama, go ahead. Hello, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, it's Brant, B-R-E-N-T, by the way. But, uh, man, that was the proper thing to do for Trump, man, because, I mean, his statement was, if you don't like it here, go back. Like, that's your choice. You know, send her back. Like, we're going to round her up like immigrants. I mean, that has all sorts of negative connotations, and it just empowers the left with more of their nonsense. And you really got to look at it like, who is it? Who Who is it empowering? Who's getting ammo out of it in the long run? Like you said earlier, he can say, I disavowed what my supporters said. Uh, you can't disavow what your supporters are doing, and it's committing acts of violence and even attempting murder, you know. So in the long run, I think uh, I think he knows what he's doing, and I, and it, and I would have done the same thing. I mean, I, I feel like it was the proper thing to do. I mean, I know it looks weak, and we love we love seeing him hit back, and we love that he's a tough guy, and you know, and, and uh, doesn't give in all the time. But I think there's a time and place for everything, and I think he did the right thing. I'll make a prediction. Because of this, Trump's next rally, and he may try to avoid the topic, but if he brings up Omar, the send her back chant will be even louder and more sustained. Oh, yeah, I believe it will, definitely. I mean, I'm, I don't think it's going to go away. I think we'll start seeing memes and T-shirts and everything else from it. But that doesn't mean that, that he has to, to dirty his hands with it. And, and he knows, like, he knows that's not going anywhere. He knows he doesn't. He knows whether he disavowed that or not. It's not going anywhere, you know. And I know he's snickering, you know, when he hears it, and you know. But I, 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 I believe he did the right thing. Yeah, and I, I look. I hope that it the people realize it's a minor issue. It's a big topic of discussion, and the reason why we're talking about it is because, you know, this is Trump's base. I mean, that's basically who Trump threw under the bus. For, really, I mean. I don't know how to say I mean, but in so many words, the first time that the president kind of threw his base under the bus, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, slap on the wrist, like you shouldn't have done that. So that's kind of why it's such a top a, a, a topic of discussion right now. Hopefully it'll blow over. And I don't think Trump's base will really care that much. But it was it's it, it's kind of a testing ground right now. But I, I, I think it that send her back just becomes a bigger chant at the next rally if he speaks about Omar. But again, he wasn't even the one that said it. He, sh- I, I just think he shouldn't have commented and and said, "Hey, look, they won't disavow terrorism and Al Qaeda. Why am I having to disavow what a chat a, ch- a, a chant is at a at an event?" Thanks for the call, Brant. Let's go. Uh, let's squeeze one more in here, Jim in Georgia. Go ahead, Jim. Yes, sir. You can hear me. Yep. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Uh, it was weak, in my opinion. Uh, really send her back interpretation is I want my constitution back. We're sitting here losing on every front. 
The Overton window is constantly moving in the left direction. We're all sick of it, okay? Sick of it. I just think it's soft because it's a harmless chant. Nobody's actually trying to send her back. Nobody's actually storming her offices. It's just, it's fun. It's a meme. It's like, yeah, you bitch about America and go back to Somalia. Oh, but, yeah. One of the newest reporters here at InfoWars, Will Johnson, is with me in studio. Glad to be joined by him. He went out to the state capitol today and shot a video. And um, we'll go ahead and check out parts of that report before he's gone as well. We're going to keep taking your calls. And we'll get Will's take on the president disavowing the send her back chant. But first, I need to remind you. The time is limited. I won't say that it's the last day because you know how things go around here. But time is limited on the 1776 worldwide sale at InfoWarsStore.com. And look, the enemies of InfoWars are beyond shocked. I can't even explain what it's like for them. They're they're the the air. They've been they've lost their air. They're grasping for air. They can't believe that InfoWars is still on air. They just can't believe it. And then when they see us hire new reporters and, and, and expand the crew, it's like devastating to them. They're like, we lied about them. We printed fake news. We tried to set them up and all this stuff. And it just never works. And it's because of your support at InfoWarsStore.com. I mean, just look at all the supplements. Guys, pull that page back up. Just look at all the supplements that are on sale for 1776. Brain Force Plus, Ultra 12 Vitamin B12, Knockout Sleep Aid, Ultimate Bone Broth, Nascent Iodine, Survival Shield X2, Super uh, Silver Wound Dressing Gel, Winter Sun Plus, Floralife, Happies, the Joiner Day, uh, Joiner Die Snake T-shirt, Bio PCA, Immune Wall. The list goes on and on. Living Defense, the hats, the Gimme Liberty T-shirt. It's all seventeen dollars and seventy-six cents. This is the seventeen seventy-six worldwide sale only at InfoWarsStore.com. We are free press. We are independent media. We are sponsored by you shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. And we've got household items like the Super Blue fluoride-free toothpaste. We've got toothbrushes. We've got the Emmerich's Essentials all-natural shampoo and body wash. It's all at InfoWarsStore.com. Your support at InfoWarsStore.com today keeps us on air tomorrow. So, Will, before we talk about your report today out on the streets of Austin, we're taking calls, asking people what they think about Trump disavowing the send her back chant from his rally last night, which when it was happening, I think Trump supporters were laughing with glee. And now that Trump has kind of thrown his base under the bus with this political correct disavowing. Uh, it has some people kind of, I think, hmm, a little upset. What do you think? I'm upset. I'm highly upset, actually. 
Um, I think uh, Trump taking it back is a mistake. It was never racist in the first place. It was never racist in the first place. No, you know what? Exactly. It it was never racist in the first place. That's really what bothers me. Yes. It's it's giving in to their false narratives. Yeah, exactly. When Trump said it, he said it because they keep talking bad about America. And he simply said, if you don't like it in America, you can leave. No one is keeping you here. We should find a list of all the people that said they would leave if Trump won. Yeah, remember exactly. that? Exactly. Yeah, I remember that. And they're still they're still oh, here. Oh, they haven't left? No, they haven't left. Oh, you mean they didn't go to Somalia? No, they stay they're they're still here and them they themselves are talking bad about America. And all Trump is saying is if you don't like this country, you can leave. No one is keeping you here. But see, they've taken that, which is a true statement cuz when when Obama was in office and people said that if Obama becomes president, I'm leaving the country because it happened then. Because I remember people saying it. They didn't leave. But you know what they didn't do? They didn't turn around and start bashing America. That is the difference. People were upset because Obama won at that time. And people were saying, I'm going to leave the country if Obama wins. They didn't leave. They're still here, but they didn't get on national TV. They didn't do all this stuff to say America's bad. In this case. President Trump won. They said they're going to leave. They didn't leave. But what we have now, the same people said they're going to leave. They are here bashing America. And again, it's not like people are trying to go into Ilhan's office and take her out, you know, like a citizen. That's how they're spending it. That's how they're spending it. They're saying that she's getting death threats now because of President Trump, because they were saying send her back. She needs to go back. If she's going to be here and she's going to bash America, that means you. That means me. That means the men and women that have died for this country to have the freedoms. She's bashing all of those people. She should leave. There's nothing to keep her here. And it's not racist. When President Trump originally said it, it has nothing to do with race. Nothing. And he even said, go to your home countries and come back after you fix it and tell it how it's done. Or even stay. I mean, if if America is so bad. But that's just the context of the tweet. So, yeah, it's like. They take something out of context, then they spin a false narrative, and then they make Trump disavow. How? I mean, so I'm willing to bet that someone showed President Trump a video showing how it looked or saying, send her back, send her back. And, and someone put it in his ear saying, look, this doesn't look good because they're saying that, you know, it's almost like Nazi Germany. Yeah. And they're making it look like send her back, send her back because she's not white. President Trump, if you happen to see this, stick to your guns. Do not give in to this nonsense. Take it from someone like me. I'm a black male, and I'm saying send her back. There's, if you're coming here and you hate this country, then why in the world are you here? I don't understand it. And it has nothing to do with color. The left, they keep pushing this color thing. They keep pushing it. Why? Because they have nothing else. So they have to push that to keep this division, to keep their narrative going. They don't have anything. It's be honest with you. It's sickening. I don't like it. I mean, I can't imagine that you like it. President Trump didn't like it when they were out there bashing uh, America. He's a sitting president of the United States. People didn't like uh, Obama, but you didn't see people on the right bashing America. You didn't see any of this. You see it now. Because they're trying to make everything racist. Well, look at this. A poll from Rasmussen. This is actually really dangerous right here. Is Trump a racist? 
32% of Democrats say any white criticism of politicians of color is racist. So, so a third of the Democrat voting base, if I say something negative about uh, Ilhan Omar's policy, I'm racist. Simply because you're white. Because I'm white. So what happens when someone black says something about her policies? They go, well, I'd have to really get I'd have to dig down deeper into this poll. But, I mean, but, you know, I mean, look how they did Nancy Pelosi. But obviously, at least but 60 percent of 66 percent of Democrats will at least not think you're racist. So you got that going for you. <laughs> <laughs> Are any of them coming out saying what they're doing is wrong? Then they, then if they, if they're not. I think they are complicit with it. I think the reason why Trump did this is, A, the Democrats, or, 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 well, the Democrats started the narrative that, oh, Ilhan Omar is facing death threats and all this. So they came and they said, hey, look, you, they're going to blame this on you. You need to disavow it. And then he also figured, you know, I'm probably going to have to sit down with Nancy Pelosi soon, and she's going to give me hell for this. So I might as well bury that argument by disavowing it, too. That's what I think is going on here. Again, I, I don't like the disavowal, but I do think it just gives the chant even more power now. Probably does. But my question is, where did, where are the death threats coming from? I mean, seriously, because you can say you're getting death threats. And you I can, can say up, yeah. I'm getting death threats. And I can do a Jesse Smollett and send myself a letter. And say I'm getting death threats. And when that doesn't get enough attention, you'll just put a, a fake noose around your neck. Exactly. I mean, so where does it end? So who do <laughs> oh, we believe? I'm going to take the noose off now, officers. Yeah. Was it two hours later? Seriously? Yeah. I mean, why would we believe anything that they're saying? AOC goes to the border and says that there are prison camps or concentration camps and they're drinking toilet water. Knowing good and well, people who have rational thinking not going to believe a word that she's saying. Well, apparently 32% of the Democrat voter base has no rational thinking, saying <laughs> any white criticism of politicians is, or any white person that criticizes a politician of color is racist. That's literally racist. I mean, that's literally the depth saying you aren't allowed free speech because you're white. But this is the modern day Democrat Party. <laughs> InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. Viewers and listeners, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And we're under unprecedented evil attacks, as you've seen. But I wanted to take just a minute out here from the bottom of my heart to tell you how much it means to me that when you saw all those lies against us last week, the worst things you can say about people, that you knew they were liars. You went and looked it up and found out the truth. And so I feel very strong, and I feel God's hand on my shoulder, and I feel your love in my heart. And I want you to know that love is right back at you. And I want to thank you for all you've done with your word of mouth and your prayers and your financial support because I'm committed to fight to the end, but I want to win. And without you, I'm going to be destroyed and it's not going to be fun, but that's not what's important. The enemy could win. We're a key chess piece in this fight. We're being used by God. You're being used by God. This is providence. So I salute you and I thank you for all you've done from the bottom of my heart. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. We will always be the people who defeated a tyrant crossed the continent, harnessed science, took to the skies, and soared into the heavens. Because we will never forget that we are Americans, and the future belongs to us.
The future belongs to the brave, the strong, the proud, and the free. We are one people chasing one dream and one magnificent destiny. We all share the same heroes, the same home, the same heart, and we are all made by the same almighty God. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. Full power of the Republic in the name of Jesus Christ. Full power! Damn the torpedoes, go straight at them. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Well, I won't back down. No, I won't back down. You can stand me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. Well, Trump backed down today, and his supporters are just kind of relenting. We're talking with Will Johnson about that. But Will went out today and did a man on the street and had a bit of an odd situation. You know, sometimes in order to get content that you couldn't get if you have a Trump hat on or an Enforced Mike flag, whatever, uh, you have to go in neutral. And so you tried to get some content today going in neutral without having to deal with the hate or the assumptions. And, um, well, you had an interesting situation with one individual who found out that you weren't so neutral. Yeah, after the fact. Yeah. After the fact. So I went out today, and I'm at the Capitol visiting, right? It's always fun, right? Yeah, and— I didn't purposely, like you just said, I didn't have on anything that referred to Trump, no mega anything. I'm a huge Trump supporter, even with everything going on and with Trump, you know, denouncing that I'm still going to support Trump because he's still 10 times, 100 times better than the Democrats. With that said, um, I was out there, black guy, dreadlocks, and I'm just talking to interviewing people. And I'm asking them about what they thought about Trump last night in his speech saying, send her back. And these Two gentlemen walked up to us and they were, I had a conversation with them and I recorded them. And then about 20 minutes later, they came back because and then they found out that I was a Trump supporter because they went to my website, UnitedAmericaFirst.com, and they found out. They said, you're a Trump supporter. You lied to us. And I'm like, you know what? Because they saw on the other side of my mic, it says vote them out. So I kind of told him that I misspelled it. I mean, I'm not a great speller anyway. So I was like, I misspelled it. And they were like, oh, OK, OK. Then they went ahead and did the interview. 20 minutes they came back and they said, you're a huge Trump supporter. You need to delete that video. And I'm like, why? If I was a Trump, if you knew, if you knew that I was a Trump supporter in the first place, would you have talked to me? And they go, no. I said, so why did you talk to me in the first place? Oh, I know why. Because I'm black and you thought I was safe. You thought I would just be automatically on your side. But that's a good point, too. It's like, oh, so you won't talk to a Trump supporter. Exactly. They won't like why? So, oh, you're not, you just don't talk to someone because of their politics? Now? Exactly. Exactly. You know, because he found out that I'm a Trump supporter, he wouldn't have talked to me in the Censoring first place. Censoring reality. <laughs> yes, on the street. Mm. On the street. So, uh, we were out there and we recorded it. And while we were out there, uh, like I said, we talked to, a co- uh, to various people. And he came back because he went to my website, UnitedAmericaFirst.com. And then he was, he was, he was a little upset. But I kind of talked him down, and then we were kind of laughing a little bit. But he didn't like the fact – he felt he got duped. He said, I got you. You duped me. And I'm like, how did I dupe you? I mean, 
And then um, our cameraman, good, great guy, he asked the question. He said, do you not stand by the words that you said? And he go, yes, I do. And he go, what's the problem? <laughs> no, it all changed now that you're a Trump supporter. He yeah, he yeah, exactly. But you know what? He didn't want to be exposed for his idioticcy, in my opinion. You know, because he just assumed I'm a black male that I'm going to be on the Democrat. No, that's exactly it. He, Oh, my gosh, that's exactly it. He thought you were in the cult, so he was safe to say his cult speak. And then yeah. as soon as he figured out you weren't in the cult, it was like, uh-oh, I can't have that cult speak out there. He's not in the cult. It's going to be ridiculed and, and exposed. That's when it came on unglued. That's when he came unglued, when he found out that I was a Trump supporter. And you know what? It's time and time again when I talk to various people. If they don't know that I'm a Trump supporter, they'll open up. I mean, it's like a can of beans. They just completely open it up. It's one of those big can of beans, too, like, you know, industrial cans. They'll open it up and just spill all the beans. Automatic can they, Yeah, they'll spill all the beans, tell me everything, how much hate they hate President Trump, all of this stuff, trying to pander. And then when they find out that I'm a Trump supporter, then they come unglued. It happens all the time. So let's just get a little bit of a taste of this report from Will Johnson at the Capitol today where a, uh, a, a cult Democrat uh, will only speak to you if you hate Trump. Exactly. I apologize. You ditched your pod- I you apologize. Video. It is vote them out. You too, buddy. And I love how they you do this thing where they film you back. And it's like, you're dude, right. I'm already is, filming. Like, you're not. I agree. I saw, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can you show me? See, I apologize to him. Can you show me how you delete my video, please? How I? you owe it to me. Can you have him delete my video? <laughs> I mean, I can do this all day. Yeah, I can too. So now he decides to follow me. So now he's stalking originally, around the Originally, I was going to delete. See, now he oh, wants just okay, case you're going to go with us? Someone. Yeah, okay, let's go. Let's do, let's, that's, that's phenomenal. Let's do that. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably a good idea. That's no, come on, let's go. That'll be good. That'll be this good. This is very odd here. Yeah. And now he starts filming on, the cameraman again. If we so don't stand him, up for America now against what the Democrats are doing to us, we're not going to have America. And I feel the same way. I just replaced the word Democrat with, with uh, Trump. Okay. Not Republican. But the yeah, Democrats. Is he making the, the economy strong, the military strong? It's all bad for America. America. Yeah, we do. No, you yeah, don't. Yeah, we do. Why, you oh, want, why, do, why do Democrats why do want open borders? Then if that's the case, we're a sovereign nation. Would you agree or disagree that we're a we, sovereign nation? And if you agree that we're a sovereign nation, then you would agree that we need to have closed borders and we need to have borders. We need to have a border wall for our sovereignty. I don't but agree the Democrats, with the wall, but controlled border, I do agree. A, a, wall, a wall creates controlled border. Controlled border. Yeah, it does. We'll agree with that. A controlled border. A wall does help with a controlled border. So I mean, your home, your home so. has walls. No. Well, it's a controlled home. He almost you said no. He literally was about to be yeah. like, no, yeah. no, it doesn't. <laughs> he was about to say wow. that. <laughs> he was about to say that. There's, oh, actually, there's actually more to that clip, so I, I believe they're going to have it posted. So you can yeah, watch full report, the full report. Full yeah. report at Infowars.com, and I'm sure Unite America First will probably yeah, post yeah, it. Yeah, I have well. it up there as well. Yeah, it's 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 just he was before the interview, before he started following us, he was completely just, you know, talking about how Trump is racist and Trump is the new KKK. He was he's probably all part the of same. the he's probably part of the 32 percent of Democrats that say any white criticism of politicians of color is racist. Exactly. Exactly. That he would fall into that category.
hundred percent. Even though he's white. So so he's literally removing his own free speech. That's that's literally him saying, Oh, I, I don't have the right to free speech. So imagine though, this is why it's so dangerous, Will. Let's say that we have an entire Congress full of 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 black people, right? So now all of a sudden white people just don't get any opinion. They just can't say anything. <laughs> well, they no, can't even I mean, vote. But that's the agenda, right? Because look how they're attacking Joe Biden because he's white, old white male. They want to get rid of him. They don't. They don't. Now they're attacking uh, Nancy Pelosi because if she says anything about the 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 four horsewomen of the apocalypse, yeah, the jihad squad, yeah, or the four horsemen of the apocalypse, like I refer to them, but. Oh, you can't do that because we're women of color. How how about you just be a congressperson and she's saying something about you? You know, they they take everything and they make it racist. That's the very reason why right now they're saying President Trump is racist because he says send them back. Which is the lowest IQ thing. And that's why I think that guy got so upset when he found out that you weren't a Trump hater because he realized people will hear that and they'll be like, wow, look at this moron who's claiming racism here and there when there is none. Again, he thought he was speaking to his cult. He thought he was speaking to his cult where he would say racist, 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 and be like, oh, yes, oh, so genius, everything's (laughs) racist. But that's not what happened. We found that out. He was like, "Uh uh-oh. And it really shows, I mean, they know we're kicking their ass as far as media is concerned. Left and right, memes, everything. Why else would they be so scared that that was on video if they thought their words were powerful and they're about to show it to the other side? All right, Will Johnson is with us. We're going to take your phone calls. On the other side of this break, are you happy or upset that the president disavowed, send her back? As we gather this evening in the joy of freedom, we remember that all share a truly extraordinary heritage. Together, we are part of one of the greatest stories ever told, the story of America. It is the epic tale of a great nation whose people have risked everything for what they know is right and what they know is true. As long as we stay true to our cause, as long as we remember our great history, as long as we never, ever stop fighting for a better future, then there will be nothing that America can not do. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. Full power of the Republic in the name of Jesus Christ. Full power! Damn the torpedoes! Go straight at them! The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Making talk radio great again. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, Will Johnson in studio. We're going to start taking your phone calls here. We're asking the audience how you feel about Trump disavowing the send her back chant. I thought it was weak. I don't like it. I think overall it's a minor issue, but as far as I think it's a, a story because it's the first time Trump has kind of thrown his voting base under the bus. I don't think it's going to matter. Just like they're trying to bring back these Michael Cohen stories. None of it's going to matter. He's the Teflon Don at this point. Uh, Americans realize the war we're in. But 
we're taking calls. Most people have agreed with Will and I that it was uh, a bad move for Trump to disavow, but we got a caller on the line who thought it was a good move. Chris in New Jersey. Go ahead, Chris. Hello, Owen. Thank you very much for taking my call. Thanks for calling. Um, thank I, uh, I think it was, uh, well, I think it was an okay idea that he disavowed it because, I mean, if he were to say that it was a good idea, yes, yeah, send her back. I mean, if she is legitimately a citizen, that would be bad. Now, if she's not a citizen, of course, you know, send her back. But you can't send somebody out if they're a citizen. But see, but that's the thing, though. Like, that's why it's such a low-level thing, low-IQ thing to do. We know that we're not – it's not like send her back. It's just like a cultural meme thing. It's just like a cliche, like a saying. Like, put your money where your mouth is. You want to bitch about America? Then go back. That's what it means to me. But but that's that's like – Let me ask you, why do you think President Trump said that in the first place? What was his original Uh, intent? I I agree with uh, the guy from Alabama. Um, I, I think that maybe there's somebody that was there that uh, was speaking to his ear. Maybe he doesn't know enough about it. Um, maybe he needs more intelligence on the situation. Um, I, I mean, by all means, if she's uh, here illegally and married her brother and all that, then, you know, to get into the country or whatever, you know, I don't know. I'm not a, uh, a lawyer or anything, but I mean, if she did something wrong legitimately, then by all means, you know, I, I hope she leaves. Well, here's what it looks but, like that it was done. Here's what it looks like that it was done uh, illegally. Illegally married her brother to get her brother over here. She's oh. calling it a cultural marriage, not a legal marriage. But uh, I'm not a tax attorney. But when she filed with the IRS, she was basically filing with one husband that she wasn't married to or was just claiming to have two husbands. So that that's a whole nother IRS deal with tax fraud. So you've got potential immigration fraud and potential tax fraud, and it looks like she's guilty of both. But even the that isn't, I mean, I don't even think that's a deportable offense. I don't even know what a deportable offense is. But President Trump is not saying she needs to be deported. President Trump is not saying that they need to go pick her up and send her back. President Trump is simply saying that if she doesn't like this country and as much as she's been talking bad about America, it's entirely up to her. It is her choice to leave the country. And by all means, go home and fix your own country. I mean, she's trying to change America to her image or whatever she, that is. Why not go home and fix her own country? But she doesn't want to do that. She wants to stay here and talk bad about America. Anything else, Chris? No, sir. I think I, I got it covered. Thank you. All right, Chris. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to... Let's go to Surf Primo. Surf Primo in Texas. Go ahead, Surf Primo. Hi, yeah. Um, calling in reference to the subject at hand. So, yeah, if Trump was a, if he was going to disavow it, right, like he should have never said it in the first place because he, he knocked the Washington State terrorist story right out of the news. <laughs> and if I had known Trump was going to, to, to say that, you know, or, or if Trump knew he was going to say that, well, he should have spoke about Tommy Robinson, right? Because it's the same, you know, he would have been accused of being a racist the same exact way. And he could disavow it all he wants. I don't know why he doesn't learn his lesson on disavowing when, uh, you know, uh, he disavowed, you know, the alt-left or, you know, or the alt-right, sorry. And, you know, they, they never let that go. It was like they never heard him disavow it, you know. And um, so... 
you know, Trump was the one that brought up love it or leave it, and now he's like, oh, no, that wasn't me. That was uh, that was some of my supporters. <laughs> you know, like, he's the one that brought it up. So, I mean, well, I mean, again, though, but this is – I just think the whole thing is so high school level. I mean, we're talking about a chant at a rally. Nobody's raiding Ilhan's offices. Nobody is actually trying to get legislation passed to deport her. It's just a cliche. It's just fun. It's a meme. And it's an old cultural cliche. Love it or leave it. That's been on bumper stickers for decades. But you're not allowed. Here's what it really is. Again, it's it's the same thing. It's the same thing with this Rasmussen poll. You're not allowed to criticize Ilhan Omar. You're not allowed to. She's a Muslim. She wears a headdress. She is a person of color. How dare you, white President Trump, how dare you? 33% of Democrats say you're not even allowed to criticize her if you're white. That's what I think this comes down to. Yeah. Well, I mean, he knows. Like, it doesn't really matter what he does. I mean, basically, it's like, well, you know, if I piss you off, what are you going to do? Are you going you gonna to leave? you gonna you going to vote for boot edge edge, you know? But I'd also like to bring up uh, this, uh, I don't think anyone's mentioned it, this Washington Post story uh, headline, majority of Mex- Mexicans say immigrants are a burden on their country, favor deporting migrants who travel through Mexico to reach U.S. poll fines. And it's like 60% of the people they polled. What do you yeah, the Mexicans don't want these people. Why do you think they send them to America? Oh, yeah. Anybody <laughs> knows lives in South Texas? The most patriot Hispanics you'll meet on the planet. I mean, more patriot than than anybody you'll ever find. I I love like the whole like I'm a I'm a I'm a minority. I'm a minority. You know when they bring up uh, like going to school and stuff. Anybody who who grew up in in South Texas who, who's uh you know not Hispanic. I mean, <laughs> we we I went to I went to school with all Hispanic and. And, you know, majority Hispanic, and, and I was a minority. Like, I got, I got, you know, I've dealt with some racial stuff. Everybody speaks, like, another language that you don't understand until later on when you learn it. It's like, do you think I carry this chip on my shoulder because of that? Like, you know, like, no, 99% of my friends are Hispanic. Like, I don't hold it against them. Majority of those No, that's what it is, though. See, I, 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 right I, now that they're older, you know. I've realized this before, but it kind of really hit me. As uh, two days ago when the Democrats couldn't, I mean, it was everything coming out of their mouth was Trump is racist. And it was because of those tweets. And I'm sitting here and I'm trying to just figure like, okay, how do I even get into this mindset where Trump is racist all the time? But I realized like I'm literally living Martin Luther King's vision. I, I, I don't see people's skin color. Like it's not something I think about. Like I just see a person. It's like there's a person. Oh, okay. They always see skin color. They're the ones not living Martin Luther King's vision. It's not even something like we hold up like, oh, we're, we're, the, we're the Martin Luther King. No, it's just like, oh, Martin Luther King said, someday I hope in America people won't be judged by the color of their skin. That day is here. Most Americans don't. It's the Democrats. It's the left that do. A hundred percent. So just look at it. Never before in the history of this country you have more black people that have jobs, more Hispanic people that have jobs. So what do the Democrats have to do to disrupt that? Say that President Trump is racist. Have you ever known for a racist white president to do so much for black people? I mean, if that if this is what the new racism is, 
then he's doing a very bad job. He's the worst racist. I mean, seriously. He's the worst xenophobe ever. He married two immigrants. <laughs> Think about that. He marries two immigrants. Yeah, I mean, but see, that xenophobe. They know it, and the left knows what they're doing. They know very well that everything that they're doing is to disrupt the order. Because they can't have President Trump being doing positive things for black people, brown people, and on top of that, white people. He's doing positive things for the American people. And what do they have to do? Oh, let's call him racist. And it's the perfect timing, too, for the for anybody, really, but specifically black people, Hispanic people that have bought that propaganda from the Democratic yes. Party. Yes. It's the perfect time for them to kind of be like... All right, wait a second. You guys have done nothing for my community. Trump's been in for two years, and I can actually see the difference. It's real. Yes. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. So the InfoWars model is a self-fulfilling, self-supporting structure that is promoting free press and free speech by people getting together and supporting one another and sustaining one another. It is the only independent press of this size and scale, of this public reach. It is the one model that says, here's a way to have a self-supporting, self-sustaining, self-structured, little d-democratic structure that because the audience determines what content goes up, the audience determines what audience is ultimately reached by their choices in supporting InfoWars. And it's all because the audience spends their whatever it is, whether it's $5 or $50 a month on products that they like and that they want that actually compete with the corporate-driven model. And the ability to do that and at the same time support press, support speech, support letting the audience choose what news they want to see and what views they want to hold. And it's the ultimate American democratic expression and experiment. And it is the celebration of free press and free speech with free markets. There's going to be a social media summit here in D.C. tomorrow. Uh, of course, InfoWars, ground zero for the censorship. Alex Jones, patient zero for the censorship. Doesn't even get an invite, but that's fine. We'll play the Dark Knight. We hope that there's other people there that will bring us up, bring Alex Jones up, bring some of the other band names like Gavin McGinnis and Milo Yiannopoulos and Laura Loomer up as well, and they won't be bullied by some of the conservatives that like to censor those voices as well at the summit. But we'll see. I have a feeling this is just going to be throwing a dog a bone, patting him on the head, and telling him to move on with his day. But hopefully, maybe this spurs some action from Congress, from the President, from the White House, to do something about the big tech censorship before the 2020 elections, when it's going to be so key. It was InfoWars' presence on social media that helped get Trump into the White House. That's why we are targeted. So let's see what happens at the Social Media Summit 2019. For InfoWars.com, this is Owen Schroyer.